0: It's the only way to keep a womb from wandering around the body like a wild animal. Oh,
1: my which God. Which is what they used to
0: think it was. Oh, my
1: God. That's really terrifying. Just like a Kathy-like womb <laughs> going, ack, 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 in all your
0: <laughs> vichiness or your ribs. Trader Joe's employees opening up in the morning and just a pile of wandering wombs eating the pound of chocolate bars.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's definitely where mine would go. You'd have to go pick it up like a dog that got away.
0: It's got a collar. <laughs>
1: That's haunting. That's the real ghost. The ghost of Trader Joe's <laughs> and the wandering uterus.
2: You're dead. Dead for years.
0: Welcome to Boo Haha a podcast that is nominally about ghosts Ooh. spooky as with every week I have gathered some of my nearest and dearest to the campfire that I build in my apartment to exchange some delightful spooky tales
2: Ooh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this week my guest is the fantastic and hilarious Carolyn Maine hello oh,
1: hello Evelyn thank you for having me so excited to return to this show by the first time you're the campfire King
0: this is your first appearance on the podcast since I usurped it
1: yeah Emily
0: so uh, welcome back her body is definitely not under the couch you're sitting on
1: yeah um it feels lumpy she's alive and well feels like there's bones loose bones there
0: actually is a bone immediately (laughs) to your right (laughs) well that that would be it (laughs) um spooky so yeah you are a uh fixture in the Portland comedy mm. community. You are a, a funny person and a podcast and live show host. Yeah. Tell us about what you do.
1: Oh, let's see, what don't I do? Ha, ha, ha. I have a couple of podcasts. One is a very special episode where we review vintage television, very special episodes, like when B. Arthur had an abortion. <laughs> Or when Magnum P.I. got stuck under a plane.
0: Was the B. Arthur abortion, was that in a show or was that just in the news? <laughs> it
1: was just, you know, sometimes we will do news. There is a Corey Feldman episode, but that was in <laughs> MOD, the series.
0: I, for some reason, have missed that episode. Right?
1: I, because no one else talks about it, but yeah. us too much. So
0: <laughs> It balances out, That's what you're <laughs> yeah.
1: saying? yeah. And then we have another podcast where we play the game I came up with, Pitch Please, live on stage. You yourself have played it.
0: I have, and it is oodles of fun, and I don't use the word oodles lately.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're using oodles with just the right amount. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, You have to pitch a screenplay based on your cards, which are illustrated movie cliches. So check out Pitch Please as well. And then what else do I do? Um, I'm a cartoonist, and I hang around Portland for my whole life. It's a solid
0: hobby to have, just right? being in and around the <laughs> Portland area. Yes. And so because of that, we we get to talk about some delightful Portland ghosts. And Yay, local. Local ghosts get you local yes. hosts.
1: I'm so <laughs> sick of all these transplant
0: ghouls. All of these California gold rush <laughs> ghost fuckers coming up here.
1: And then the Seattle Tech Bro ghosts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love the idea of a tech bro ghost. Yeah. Just where oh, does the ectoplasm man. stop and the vape cloud begin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I recently visited Seattle and went on their underground tour. I recommend it if you have.
0: There is a book on the shelf behind me Ooh. by William Spidel. Oh, yes. That's the the tour Host ghost man. guy <laughs> yeah. um, did you do the the standard daytime one or the nighttime dirty oh,
1: one Oh, standard day i didn't know i did the normie one now <laughs>
0: the normie one is a good introduction if you have the chance to go yeah. back the the nighttime one is all about the dirty <gasps> underbelly
1: i mean that might have been it was all about poop and toots <laughs>
0: I feel like that's the daytime one. Oh, the yeah. Really? One that's
1: the daytime. That's so bold. Go on. Also, What's nighttime?
0: So, like, the nighttime one, also dirty, but good, more, like, good. more sexual dirt.
1: More sexual? Because this is all about prostitutes. Oh, yeah.
0: No, they get they get a little bit further into it at night.
1: Oh, my really God. Now I have something. to go back to the Underground Tour. Good to know.
0: My favorite part of the, the nighttime Underground Tour is mm-hmm. they talk about the genesis of UPS. Which started in Seattle. Really? And there's a little plaque on a corner like, UPS started here.
1: Wow, UPS and Starbucks.
0: What they don't tell you is (laughs) that the UPS started with a couple of young brothers, I believe.
1: Dick-sucking brothers. Not quite. Oh, man. But
0: uh, (laughs) they capitalized on the fact that they had a bike, and it being turn-of-the-century Seattle... there was a whole class of people who couldn't just go to the store because they were untouchables. And uh, what kind of untouchable? The uh, prostitutes, <gasps> hooers, and sex workers. Oh,
1: yes, those lovely ladies, the seamstresses. That's
0: the <laughs> wink wink. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, UPS was just these dudes on bikes riding some goods up to the whorehouses.
1: Wow. So it was like Postmates for webcam girls.
0: (laughs) That is a Bravo show. Oh,
1: my God. Can we make it, please? (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow at your house at like, I'll say 8 a.m., but it's going to be 11. Let's go 8 for 12. Okay, great. (laughs) Yes, Portland time. Thank you. Uh, you look like you have a french press. We'll be fine.
0: Oh, you know it. I'll make coffee until the cows come home.
1: <laughs> hey cow, get <laughs> this coffee, asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's cud in mine. Oh, cud fee. <laughs> I would not buy that product. Nope. Mm. So, local ghosts, local yeah. hosts. <laughs> I have I have picked out a couple um, mm. Some from Portland, some from Oregon in general. Decent, okay. No
1: California, no Seattle, no
0: California ghosts. We had, uh, we've had enough of that in the last weeks. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dave Olson and his Donner Party ghosts.
1: Shout out Donner Party California.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that that's a city in California. <laughs> yeah.
1: Welcome to Donner Party California. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a restaurant. It's like one Cracker Barrel, but
0: um, <laughs> With different <a> horrifying menu. <laughs>
1: yes. It's in the next Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: (laughs) There needs to be a horror movie that takes place in a Cracker Barrel.
1: Right? Gosh. People have been shooting in Disneyland against wishes, so I'm sure we could shoot in a Cracker Barrel without a license, too.
0: (laughs) I feel like normally the only shooting that happens in a Cracker Uh Barrel doesn't involve film cameras.
1: Oh, (laughs) Are you talking about murder or um, pleasure?
0: I mean, could be, could be a little bit of both. You know, a <laughs> little bit of murder, a little bit of pleasure, and then just go to the bathroom and shoot up.
1: Oh, you know? that yeah.
0: Gonna oh. you uh, melt your heroin <laughs> in a lovely decorative cast iron pan that you get from the country oh, store.
1: I can't even quite remember what they have. They have like chowder you and know. biscuits, right? Yeah, it seems like stuff that'd be terrible with heroin. <laughs>
0: chowder and biscuits like as a meal yes unspeakably awful that's right? just right just, just a doughy island in a <laughs> filthy sea
1: we are not sponsored by the cracker barrel <laughs> despite our fascination with the cracker barrel
2: uh,
0: well let's let's move on to something equally horrifying yeah <laughs> let me let me tell you the ghosts that i have picked out first i'll start with the portland ghost we have the lady in the lake
1: Oh, is this by the St. John's
0: Bridge? Oh, you would think. No, this is about Laurelhurst.
1: Oh, I was just at Laurelhurst (gasps) on the way over here. Oh, this is
0: perfect. (gasps) It could be spooky.
1: It was really pretty. (laughs) Like
0: a picturesque (laughs) summer ghost,
1: maybe? It was
0: pretty scary. (laughs) There you go. Stay on brand. (laughs) The other ghosts we have, we have the White Eagle.
1: Oh, okay. I know a little about this one, maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. We have the uh, the Baghdad Theater. Oh, I like that one, too. Uh-huh. I don't
1: uh-huh. think choose one ghost to be on my ghost team. I mean... We'll see.
0: We'll, we'll see. Like, normally, if it's a shorty, I'll give you a second one.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but then, we've also got the non-Portland ghosts. Uh, and those are... The Laughing Devil of (gasps) Laughing Devil Canyon. Oh, that sounds really cool. (laughs) Not the most original name. (laughs) And The Hunchback of Lithia Park. Oh, God. And that one is actually a twofer because we get The Hunchback of Lithia Park and The Ghost of Lithia Park.
1: Wow.
0: Turns out Lithia Park's dense with phantasms.
1: Phantasms and (laughs) ectoplasms and probably tech bros. (laughs) Spit tech. Um, gosh. Well, those all sound like really good ghosts. Um, it's very hard to
0: choose. I will I, I will temper your expectations uh-huh. slightly because... They,
1: I will not. I refuse.
0: <laughs> all, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> then just as a caveat for the listeners, Oregon ghosts are not great. Oh, no. <laughs> this, it's... <laughs> oh, no. Every time like we have a guest from California or Texas, it's always a horrible thing happened and people died and there was blood. And then you get yeah. to Oregon and it's... The stagecoach went off the road, and ever since then, you hear wagon wheels at night. Ooh, <laughs> spooky!
1: <laughs> spooky wagon wheels. Oh no!
0: So, uh, d- don't expect anything too terrifying, I guess.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, for the listeners at home, just to give you an idea, we are in approximation of the Baghdad and the Laurelhurst right at this very moment.
0: They are very close by. You we could, could be being haunted by them now.
1: See them. So I'm tempted to go by sheer locality. The laughing devil sounds like it couldn't possibly be boring. But you said that all these ghosts suck. So I know that just to dash my hopes immediately.
0: I'm going to say, you know, there's a lot of surprises.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, and I get two if I'm good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So.
0: (laughs) I like to incentivize my guests. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm all about stacking that, whipping that chain and the carrot. Um, Let's, k- shit, let's go for, <laughs> can I swear? Because s- you should let me know oh, if I yes, can't. Oh, fuck yes, please. Ah, darn. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Ew>, boy. <laughs> I want to hear first about that Laughing Devil.
0: Okay, Laughing Devil and Laughing Devil Canyon. I'll fair, take what's in the box. Fair enough. Yeah. So this story comes to us from Oregon's Ghosts and Monsters, Whoa. a fine, very clearly self-published book by and, Mike Helm.
1: And I can tell from over here that it's illustrated. That's lovely. Yeah, there's what, some what your name was some
0: some, some solid, potentially clip art based <laughs> illustrations in here. <laughs> it's a dope style. I'm not gonna lie. It's spooky. It's spooky in kind of a vaguely south of the border kind of way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, kind
1: of like a stamp. It's really stark. Uh, yeah. And it, the devil is clearly pointing and laughing at the reader. So
0: He's pointing at, like, at just the floating text blob. <laughs> so it, I like to think that the ghost has a little bit of graphic design. know how he's like, hmm, you call that left justified? <laughs> oh,
2: shit.
1: That ghost could heckle me all day. <laughs>
0: Satan's got some cutting barbs. <laughs> Uh, well the the laughing devil in laughing devil canyon mm. i'm tempted to do a voice for mike mm. helm because i assume that he's like an old hillbilly prospector
1: definitely kind of <laughs> want a voice i've been very good
0: <laughs> well okay and this is a shorty so i feel like you're gonna get two <laughs> uh, yes. so all right i'm gonna i'm gonna start with a voice and then probably fade out of it okay, after the great first classic
1: paragraph. portland style half-assing in is
0: yeah. on our flag like right? our
1: half-ass ghost i'm sure
0: I found the following story in Oregon Oddities and Items of Interest, <laughs> I'm sure a stunning publication, <laughs> <laughs> a part of the Federal Writers and Historical Records Survey Projects of the WPA, number 15, <laughs> first published in 1938. Uh-huh. So in case you wanted to go look this up in your local library. And I do. <laughs> Back in the 1850s, during the various gold rushes that swept through the West, two prospectors decided to search for gold in the wilds of Curry County Hills.
2: Mm.
0: They bought their supplies at a general store where the shopkeeper warned them that nobody entered or remained in Laughing Devil Canyon after dark.
2: Whoa,
1: the shopkeep warned them? He didn't just...
0: Let him go? Yeah. You'd think as a a shopkeeper, you probably have to weigh... Do I want to sell my wares or do I want to scare customers away?
1: Right. Am I selling my wares or my scares? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please buy these sundries. Also, you're going to die.
0: You just scared us away from the park. I'd like to return my shovel.
1: No refunds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the devil laughs again. (laughs) Nevertheless, the two miners (laughs) headed across country to the mouth of the canyon. They reached their destination about noon. And without hesitation, started up between the canyon's gloomy walls. (laughs) Spooky, set in the scene. Yeah,
1: walls are very gloomy. That is spooky.
0: I'm trying to picture a gloomy canyon, and I'm having (laughs) trouble.
1: I am honestly picturing like Georgia O'Keeffe type art, but in (laughs)
0: purple. A series of like gentle vaginal hills. Yes,
1: Yes. but like rock. (laughs) But very vaginal. Uh,
0: and they're, they're prospectors, so they haven't seen a woman in like 5,000 miles. So, you know, they're vigorously masturbating <laughs> on the walls they got to prospecting.
1: That's what it means without hesitation, right? In the text.
0: There's an asterisk here. <laughs> All afternoon, they worked their way slowly up the gulch.
1: Oh, yeah, they did. That's what <laughs> we're talking about. Uh,
0: that is how I'm going to refer to sex from now on.
1: Working my way up the gulch. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so they worked their way up the gulch, prospecting as they went. The fact that prospecting wasn't the main activity makes me think that they were fucking the gulch.
1: Yeah, they were like just fucking this whole rock wall, like instead of rock climbing, rock fucking, and then just occasionally like trip <laughs> when they need a refactory period.
2: <laughs> I'm soft. Let's find
1: gold. I mean, not tread panning, just regular panning. <laughs> just,
0: It'd be <laughs> fucked up if I are <laughs> like, well, I'm done coming. Drill a hole in my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are some wild damn cowboys. <laughs>
0: Dang. The laughing devil has already driven them mad. <laughs> so, towards sunset, they found gold, and they named their claim the Pick and Shovel Mine.
1: Oh, that's a great name, guys. Glad you really oh, yeah. thought about it. It's,
0: uh, it's hard to find a mine name that isn't taken. <laughs> And it's real lucky that just the two things that every miner
1: has. (laughs) How do you think they came up with that? I'm
0: going to call it Street and Tree Town. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you on Street Street. No, it's right by Tree Street. (laughs) Place. It's a cross. It's just one.
1: (laughs) Two Street.
0: (laughs) As night settled down, the two prospectors sat by their campfire, planning how they would spend their newfound wealth. Suddenly... Horrible laughter Uh. echoed along the canyon walls. Closer and closer, the laughter sounded, so terrifying that even the thought of gold could keep them there no longer.
1: Oh, man.
0: They fled, and another lost mine was added to Oregon's mining legends. Whoa. End of story.
1: Whoa. (laughs) One time a ghost laughed at these prospectors.
0: I feel like uh, I would have maybe spent a little bit more time in the gulch
1: the golden gulch you take your time coming up that golden
0: gulch it sounds like i'm i'm like throwing shade for premature ejaculation <laughs> like, i would have spent more time in the gulch
1: <laughs> yeah but that's what we're doing We're throwing shade at the premature evacuation
0: <laughs> of the golden gulch does it say
1: if they kept the gold that they found? Because they probably just left because they already had a payday.
0: That is not included. Hmm. I would like to think that they had the wherewithal to bring their shit with them. Yeah.
1: It would only be like a movie or a show where they do something fucking that dumb, right?
0: <laughs> throw <laughs> We tried to throw our gold at the devil, <laughs> but it didn't work. It just laughed harder. So one, one theory could be a laughing devil.
1: Sure. Definitely a possibility.
0: <laughs> Alternate theory. Uh-huh. Among the many wares that the shopkeeper has on his shelves, there's oh, just a megaphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And he gets to go and reclaim the one shovel and the one pickaxe that he has <laughs> <laughs> and start over tomorrow.
1: That's a very Scooby-Doo-esque <laughs> ending where it was the old man from real one. Um, but Turns it makes out. enough sense. And I would have gotten away with it too.
0: <laughs> Those meddling kids. So are you sca- Scared? terrified mm,
1: maybe it's more of a you had to be there because <laughs> <laughs> I can see that being scary but it doesn't strike me as that scary here no, in no. the fresh sunlight
0: someone heard a noise I believe on the first uh, the episode with Emily mm-hmm. I mentioned the title and she's like already the ghost hunter is m- in me is like there's a bird and it made a noise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's birds or a cat or um, a desert dog.
0: Or a shopkeeper. Or a shopkeeper. I love the idea that it's the shopkeeper. <laughs> yeah. Just reclaiming it. <laughs> I think it's only fair to call that a mulligan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, um, it sounded like the coolest one, and true to Avalon's warning, maybe there are no cool ones, or maybe I just picked the nerd for the mystery (laughs) date there.
0: (laughs) Uh, This is a real object lesson in judging books by covers. Uh, don't, Don't pick your spook based on... That feels racist.
1: (laughs) It was okay until the 60s.
0: (laughs) And it also is
1: a slur for FBI agent. Oh, yeah. Which I like.
0: That's fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There isn't too many that are FBI agent slurs and black people slurs. No, that's a very tight Venn diagram. Yeah, very different.
0: It's a real narrow gulch there.
1: (laughs) And I would have spent more time in that narrow
0: (laughs) gulch. Of the others. Yeah. uh, Is there anything that, that jumps out to you just as a...
1: Well, I like... The Baghdad, and I like the Laurelhurst. I feel like I should go for spookiest, and I feel like more people have died in the Laurelhurst just because it's a park, <gasps> and there's cars, and the theater, you know, I think I've heard about this guys before. It's like a theater person who stayed after a show.
0: Not to be Lend like Mr. Mr. Ghosty spoilers, but <laughs> yeah, the, the Baghdad one is also pretty non-engaging
1: let's go visit the lady of the lake
0: all right let's this particular story comes from ghosts of portland oregon oh by todd cobb todd cobb his Uh,
1: name has an odd symmetry with those double d's and double b's
0: last time we read a story from this i referred to it as the sound of something being dropped twice (laughs) todd cobb so this book Newer than the previous one, equally self-published, <laughs> I have to say, just in terms of, you know, general look and quality. So this one is uh, is a little bit longer. I think we got we get a good three pages yeah. out of this one.
1: Shout out self-publishing. It's cool. We get to read your books.
0: It actually <laughs> it it came with a bookmark in it with a skull on it that says ready to self-publish.
1: Ooh. That's the spookiest thing of all. Yeah. Publish or perish, bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Lady in the Lake.
1: This is the scariest M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Okay. Ugh, Forget g- that. Forget I, it. That is
0: that is too <laughs> too divergent a tangent to even get into. I know. Oh God. I know. Fucking writer that saves the world. <laughs> Laurelhurst Park is an oasis of bucolic serenity located along busy southeast 39th street and stark
1: that's true
0: Mm -hmm. isn't that chavez now yeah that part's
1: true too but i will accept 39th as well
0: i don't think i will based on the fact that this was published in
1: 2008 Ooh, shade
0: (laughs) mr mr cobb maybe needs to get with the program Insulated from the noisy crush of the city by a thick canopy of trees, Laurelhurst Park is 26 acres of dramatic landscape based in part on New York's Central Park. The train is rich with long serpentine paths ideal for leisurely strolls, broad meadows perfect for picnicking, and afternoon naps in the soft grass.
1: Or hippies doing, like, the balance string.
0: Sure. Oh, yeah, yes. Fucking slacklining. Yeah,
1: that thing.
0: Mm-hmm. What you'll also find in Laurelhurst, if my experiences there are anything to go by, <laughs> is the sound of transactional sex between two old homeless men.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I think I uh, mentioned that one. That's, yeah. That's, that's a that's
0: spooky thing, but it's <laughs> all too real. As you're walking along a path and you just hear...
2: You only take what you want and leave. <laughs> oh.
1: It's
0: a bit of a bummer.
1: But I mean, like, yeah, you have to, like... Get it. Change your partner <laughs> if they're like that. You can find someone you get a better
0: bang for your buck on. Laurelhurst Park at dusk, you're going to find more than one person who's up for it. Yeah. Hot tip for the listener. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great deal of history associated with Laurelhurst. The park has been home to parties, weddings, dances, celebrations, proposals, and breakups.
1: Hmm, I think I've done all of those <laughs> before there. Yes, tracks.
0: Um, in one day, yes. But the lake in Laurelhurst Park has more stories associated with it than just high school princesses weeping as a trail of soggy crepe paper and rose petals swirled in their wakes.
1: Whoa, is he talking about the Rose Festival parade?
0: I believe he is, yes. And the
1: breakup, Uh, I guess?
0: I guess every... Well, every Rose Festival parade ends with us burning the Rose Queen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shh! You can't say that. Shh!
0: Come to Portland.
1: (laughs) Portland's fucking fine.
0: Travel Oregon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every Rose Festival parade has its thorn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On the morning of October 9th, 1936, 10-year-old Donald West was playing in the park near the bank of the lake. At about noon, he found something there that seemed out of place a woman's suit coat, and one shoe. Uh-oh. Uh, thinking the clothing had been accidentally left behind, he immediately notified Park Watchman E.J. Dahl. Th- are there still Park watchmen? No. That seems like madness, right? Okay. That's... When Watchman Dahl investigated, he found clothing belonging to Miss Warman of Spokane, Washington. In her pockets were $8 in cash and $300 in American traveler's
1: checks. Whoa, that's a lot of 1937 money. Yeah, right? Traveler's checks, I guess she was...
0: Traveling to the Rose Parade. Mm. To be burned in the Wicker Man. <laughs> Watchman doll found Miss Warneth blah, 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 when he casually looked out towards the lake. She was there, face down in the water, <gasps> drowned. Oh, no. After a member of the Harbor Patrol...
1: No. On that little lake, (laughs) they have a man that (laughs) putts around in a little putt-putt boat?
0: I want him to be in a paddle boat. Just (laughs) a swan. Yeah,
1: like a swan. Or like a Portland thing, which would be a duck (laughs) or a nutria (laughs) or a beaver.
0: Oh, a beaver paddle boat. Just the tail goes.
1: Oh, that would be great. Let's make those.
0: (laughs) So a member of the... Questionably unnecessary harbor (laughs) patrol of Laurelhurst Park and a fireman had retrieved the body and an autopsy was completed, the authorities found no sign of foul play. Mm. Wow. Her death was ruled a suicide, and the questions of what had brought the Washington resident to the lake in Laurelhurst Park and what had driven her to end her life there were left unanswered.
2: Mm.
0: That's a nice place to have a suicide. It's not bad. I have some questions just based on lake depth. Yeah. Because I feel like Laurelhurst Park Lake is, at max, like two foot deep.
1: So you really have to lean into it. Literally.
0: (laughs) 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 You need somebody to hold your feet. (laughs) 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 The incident would have remained little more than a sad footnote in the history of Laurelhurst Park.
1: Except.
0: If it wasn't for the experience of a lone jogger <gasps> some 50 years later.
1: Oh, boy.
0: According to reports, early one morning, the jogger, a recently widowed man of about middle age, weirdly vague, not quite middle age. He had a punch gut and <laughs> a receding hairline. Which which sitcom dad are you picturing? <laughs> I'm picturing uh, a Ray Romano.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll do Kevin James. <laughs> Poor man's Ray
0: Romano. He said he was jogging.
1: <laughs> okay, no, wait, oh, wait. Hmm,
0: uh, Brad Garrett. There you go. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> it was still dark, and a thin fog clung to the ground where the path sloped down towards the lake. <gasps>
1: That's scary. Oh, spooky weather. Fucking fog and morning, no. That never
0: happens here. No, thank you. It's never damp. <laughs> <laughs> As he passed, he saw a woman standing there, her head down, close to the water, her posture that of someone in careful concentration or silent prayer. The jogger thought it strange that she would be out so early on a cold, damp morning without a jacket, unaware of Portland's homeless population, <laughs> I guess.
1: I don't think we had one in the oh, 50s.
0: True. Wait, when was it? So it was 36. This was 50 years later. So 86, 87 oh, no, ish? we definitely did. Yeah, yeah. They were there.
1: And we probably didn't have Harbor
0: Patrol anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only we had a harbor master, there'd be no more deaths in the lake. <laughs> At that point, would all of Portland's homeless population have been out in Rajnishparam?
1: Oh, right? could be.
0: Yeah. Maybe out there poisoning local officials. It's good to put people to work. Yeah. Get them get voting. <laughs> <laughs> and stealing a town. <laughs> he was soon past her and thinking about finishing his jog and getting home when he heard the splash. He quickly doubled back. It could have only taken a few seconds for him to cover the ground, but when he reached the lake, he didn't find the woman where he expected. She wasn't in the shallow water near the bank, but further out, face down, as if she had been drifting there for some time. Maybe she'd passed out and fallen in. Maybe she was sick or hurt. Whatever it was, she needed help, and without thinking, the jogger dashed into the frigid water, forcing his way towards her until he was submerged up to his neck.
1: Which was as deep as he could get.
0: Apparently this guy is uh, two and a half feet tall. (laughs)
1: I believe it gets like five feet. Yeah, deep okay. in the middle. I, I, but I, yeah, no, I, it's not like a. You see it and it's not like a big fucking lake. It's like a little, little pond with a yeah, hundred really pissed off ducks in it.
0: I feel like I could throw a ball across Laurelhurst Park Lake. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I feel like if you practice, you definitely could.
0: <laughs> I also want to just say so far, the most horrifying thing in this story is the idea of somebody getting into Laurelhurst Park Lake
1: because of the ghosts. Oh.
0: Oh, I was going to say because of the yeah. hypodermic needles and yeah. the human waste.
1: Yeah, and the duck waste. And the duck waste. Duck waste will probably clean you off some by the time you get up. It's a little bit soapy,
0: sure. <laughs> 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 it's
1: like hand soap, yeah.
0: This every week in the podcast we learn something about <laughs> me, and uh, this week we learned that I wash myself with duck poop.
1: <laughs> it's going to be hard to keep in your character bible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The woman was floating right in front of him, but every time he reached for her, she seemed to move just beyond his fingertips. The cold closed a tight fist around his chest, and he felt his footing betray him on the slick bottom of the lake. Ugh, gross.
1: Oh, yeah, that was slick with all kinds of whatever. (laughs) God. Detritus.
0: But still, the woman stayed just out of reach. He made a last ditch effort to grab her, bobbing up and down in the water before hurling forward. But when he came down expecting to wrap his arms around the woman, he slammed into nothing but the icy surface of the lake.
1: It was icy and now he's underneath the ice? Oh,
0: I wonder, like, do they mean icy like cold?
1: Yeah, they must mean icy yeah. like cold. But you, otherwise, how would you slam into it? Yeah. I, I slammed
0: into the water. Just belly flopped? Oh, yeah. Oh! I guess he's belly flopping now. <laughs> he's <laughs> like
1: John Belushi-ing in like in. Yeah
0: gets back to the shore just his entire chest is bright red (laughs) he thrashed around in the water desperately trying to find the woman but only got a mouthful of oh gross Uh, of uh, (laughs) they say cold water i'd like to add some more yeah what do you got let's say a mouthful of liquid that was thicker than he would have expected
1: portland soup
0: (laughs) gross (laughs) It's Portland clam chowder. (laughs) (laughs) Biscuits and chowder. (laughs) Portland style. It's so crunchy. (laughs) It's
1: a lot of heroin in that. (laughs)
0: Careful, kid. This soup makes me tired and achy.
1: Now you're getting it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The exhausted jogger dragged himself back to the shore, torn over whether he should report to the police something he wasn't sure he could explain to himself.
1: That's true.
0: He eventually just went home.
1: And then, how do we know about it?
0: They don't cover that in story. What said, ass- the story. I'm going to. assume they
1: said, the devil came from like the Super Savers coupon <clears throat> book, so they must know where this one comes from. I'm
0: I'm going to assume that either he he ended up reporting it, or more likely, somebody was sitting on a park bench nearby and saw some jogger <laughs> fling <flee> himself <laughs> into the lake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting across from somebody who worked for the Willamette Week, and they just put it. In the rumors section.
0: I'll jot this down. <laughs>
1: Hot tip. What a scoop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he got out of the lake and reported it to the harbor master, who was also <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> the economy got rid of me long ago. My position was made obsolete.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he's still in that little beaver paddle boat. So he's just cute. I like seeing him.
0: Could what the jogger encountered have been a residual haunting, a supernatural playback of a traumatic life-ending event centered on a moment of intense emotion? If it was, could it have been the death of Malamornev that he witnessed? There's no way to be certain, as Miss Malamornev had done with her motivation for coming to Portland and committing suicide 70 years earlier. The lake in Laurelhurst keeps its secrets.
1: Wow, fine then, Lake. Keep your secrets. Spooky. I want to try on this name. The Death of ala Wereneth. ala right. Wereneth. Wereneth? That's close enough for horseshoes. She was probably <laughs> going to haunt you if you just flubbed it every time.
0: <laughs> Cut to me flinging myself into the lake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my shins are wet. Ah, oh, jeez. I'm covered in muck.
0: Should have worn high tops. My burks. <laughs> so I, I often walk my dog in... Laurel Of course this you Park. do. And
1: Look at this little paparino. Why wouldn't oh, you? She loves to go after the ducks. Oh, boy. Oh God. She looks just on the right side of Sporty for giving <laughs> it a solid try.
0: She's got a sprint or two in her. There's probably going to be some gentle, like, bone-chewing noises in the background of this episode. Yeah,
1: soothing bone foley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely not a human femur.
1: <laughs> not the previous host of this podcast, that's
0: for sure. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P.D. Um, well, that one was spookier. That
1: was pretty spooky. And yeah. you know what? It definitely happened.
0: Yeah. I that. believe
1: it more than the laughter of Yonick Canyon. <laughs>
0: Gash Gulch.
1: Oh, that's great. Is that it? There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gashy Gulch. Yeah. You could do Gunt. It'd be pretty. Um, <laughs> people wouldn't like it, but you could do it.
0: That is a 1950s detective. (laughs) Gunt Gulch here.
1: (laughs) Gunty Gulch. (laughs) Why is everyone always licking me when I'm solving crime?
0: Oh, God. Can you imagine the funk that would come off of Gunt Gulch (laughs) PI?
1: Gunt (laughs) PPI don't <laughs> help him solve any crimes i hate him is the first
0: p and ppi for pussy <laughs>
1: <laughs> second and then what's the second one
0: p- also pussy pussy pussy, <laughs> pussy, pussy investigator <laughs> <laughs> well look out for hmm. uh, gunt gulch ppi <laughs> this fall on bravo
1: <laughs> oh bravo is looking worth that cable package i don't know why
0: i'm throwing so much shade at bravo i feel like they do fine work
1: you know what they done for me lately?
0: <laughs> yeah, bravo. Where's our sponsorship money? Mm. So yeah, I'll I'll accept that as a as a ghost that happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, a person has. I wonder, right? If someone has a, like a comprehensive list of most of the deaths, because I'm sure there's deaths that have happened at that park that we don't even know about.
0: I. W- you mean other than like overdoses or?
1: Yeah, I don't know. The- Probably, well, plenty of birds have died there. That's one.
0: Troublingly, also of heroin. Yes. (laughs) Would there be anything more adorable than like a strung out duck?
1: (laughs) I feel like heroin injected duck would be pretty delicious.
0: Ooh. Right. That's a fun way to spend an evening. (laughs) Just knock out the whole family after Christmas dinner.
1: Yeah, I think I think Easter. Uncle Steve's sleepy. (laughs) I'm going to roast up some ducks. Mm, Yeah, just like a bunch of, you know, maybe a couple stabbings, a couple heroin overdoses. Maybe somebody maybe somebody got lost and died there and their bones are in a tree. Oh, Maybe. like, um,
0: oh, what was that one in England? Oh. Bella in Bella in the Witch Elm.
1: Oh, in a tree? Wow. Yeah. It
0: was like a kind of a big hollow tree, and somebody uh, shoved a body in there.
1: <gasps> Ooh, yeah. that's a good place. It's,
0: it worked for about, I think, like 50 or 60 years.
1: That's a long one. That's good.
0: If I had to guess, I would assume that probably most of the deaths in Laurelhurst would be tragic slackline <laughs> incidents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't underestimate the hacky sack.
0: Oh, God. And fatalities. That's to say nothing of all of the uh, the fire dancers. <laughs>
1: Ew, that's actually the most plausible way to go out of all of those. Because <laughs> they have, like, fire that they dance with the rest.
0: Fawn, don't drink my Diet coke. Who
1: wants it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and to say nothing of all the tragic ends met by the hoop and flow girls.
1: <laughs> and please watch out for juggle sticks. <laughs>
0: Um, juggle stick sounds like something you would find in uh, Gunt Gulch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he's good at them, yeah.
2: <laughs> Are you a hideous goat monster, ghost child, chicken footed dance demon, or just a housewife transformed by fire into a grim donkey monster? Maybe you're just a skunky Blake monster looking to shed a few pounds. After all everyone needs to stay in today. But quote-unquote traditional gyms are likely to turn you away based on your nightmarish visage, ectoplasmic residue, or your prominent goat penis. But here at Goatman's Crossfit Gym, out in the woods by the Fort Worth dumping site, we won't turn you away. Even if all your burly skin is melting like a donkey candle. We've got rope, ladder, the lake, and tire to throw. Our competent staff of personal trainers are here to help you achieve your fitness goals. Here at Goatman's CrossFit Gym out in the woods by the Fort Worth dumping site, we like to say, tin can, you can.
0: Well, I think that it is now my turn. (gasps) Yay! White Eagle Mm. or just from a logistical stand, like from a game theory standpoint, Mm. it feels like Mm. doing Lithia Park would be good just because it's a twofer.
1: Yeah. That's the most bang for our buck. (laughs) Uh, The White Eagle is a bunch of prostitutes. Yeah. Spoiler. that,
0: That feels like kind of standard Portland ghost.
1: Right. Right. It's cool and all. And you can go meet those ghosts. But yeah, let's see. So the Lithium Park. Now, is that nearby Heroin Park? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but everyone's so much more calm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's much genteeler. I like riding my bike through there too. Well, we'll see if you're good, because then you can have two.
0: These are both shorties, so that might <laughs> be that might be something that that needs to happen.
1: But your father said that you were throwing baseballs down the gulch again. <laughs> You
0: whipping balls in the gulch? (laughs) No, papa. No, no. (laughs) I know that like that little no papa refers to me, so I don't know why I just pictured myself in like (laughs) little tiny shorts holding a giant lollipop.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No papa, no, not the gulch. (laughs) That's
1: you. That's what it was like (laughs) in your Oregon European upbringing.
0: I think at that age, I would have been. I would have been wearing a beret and telling strangers that I was famous and from France. Wow. Yeah. Just a real sociopathic liar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's go tell Hawthorne that.
0: <laughs> I'm famous and from France. Oh, my
1: France <clears throat> <clears throat> The ghost in Lithia Park one night in 1975 the spookiest year some (laughs) college students drove up a winding mountain road near lithia park in ashland oregon famous for the shakespeare festival which also would have ghosts which would definitely at least be haunted by shakespeare because he ain't got shit to do (laughs) y'all suddenly a misty blue apparition appeared in front of the car. As the car moved through the apparition, a coldness was felt by everyone inside the car. (gasps) Later that night, one of the girls who had driven through the apparition awoke hysterical like a lady (laughs) and and was taken to the Student Health Center for medication.
0: First of all, (laughs) a misty blue apparition. I'm picturing Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) So
1: Balls out. Kind
0: of a transitory... Dick slap.
1: <laughs> and Misty Blue Apparition sounds like a kind of um, scented spray that Ooh. I would like to sample.
0: Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Misty Blue Apparition. Misty Blue Apparition. Misty Blue.
2: <laughs>
0: it's an, the ad is just like Misty Blue Apparition and then just mouth sounds. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> We're trying to get in the ASMR money. <laughs> And then, yeah, they gave her some medication at the student health center.
0: Wait, is that the end? No. Okay, I was going to say, okay. The medication they gave her, was it lithium?
1: (laughs) It was Midol (laughs) and lithium.
0: (laughs) Yes. She's on her period. She's hysterical. (laughs) Slap her or something. She
1: definitely has a vagina. My God.
0: (laughs) Terrible. We still do lobotomies in the 70s?
1: (laughs) I think we can do a few. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Is it a Kennedy? Throw it in.
0: A few. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there. I prescribe you for lobotomy <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> For your vagina <laughs> A There's hysterectomy, a... like where the word hysterical comes that's from. That's the one.
0: It's the only way to keep a womb from wandering around the body like a wild animal. Oh, my
1: which God. Which is what they used to
0: think it was. Oh, my
1: God. That's really terrifying. Just like a Kathy-like womb <laughs> going, Ack, <laughs> ack, <laughs> ack, in all your viciousness or your
0: ribs. Trader Joe's employees opening up in the morning and just a pile of wandering wombs eating the pound chocolate bars.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's definitely where mine would go. You'd have to go <laughs> pick it up like a dog that got away.
0: It's got a collar.
1: (laughs) That's haunting. That's the real ghost. The ghost of Trader Joe's (laughs) and the wandering uterus. No, no, the Lithia Park ghost. (laughs) But the student went to the health center for medication. Some say that the girl in the car that night was the mirror image of another girl who, nearly a century ago, was raped and murdered in the woods near Ashland. Oh, no. That's Uh, a bad way to go.
0: That seems like the biggest tragedy to befall Ashland since the Shakespeare Festival (laughs) of that year. (laughs) Which was awful. (laughs) 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 I've read the reviews.
1: terrible
0: fuck you Oregon Shakespeare company
1: (laughs) you're not sponsoring us either we're making corporate enemies on this podcast instead of getting sponsorship
0: I'm gonna have to check with Emily to see if we are sponsored by the Oregon Shakespeare (laughs) company
1: you know what it's a really great festival they don't need us to talk them up but 1975 was a shit year and they'll admit that if they have any integrity
0: the motto of the Oregon Shakespeare company (laughs) it's pretty good Ellipses, no rapes or murders (laughs) since nineteen (laughs) seventy five.
1: And it's a wooden board where they have to put up the new numbers. (laughs) It's carved in. And it's no rapes and murders, because there have been a lot, (laughs) but not a combo run. They're banking on it.
0: (laughs) It's a real semantic sign.
1: (laughs) It's a real semen antic sign. (laughs) I know. It's terrible. (laughs) Boo. Uh They believe the apparition the students encountered that night was the dead girl's spirit seeking to possess the spirit of her lookalike. Okay, so the girl who went to the student center shared a similarity with the ghost murder victim.
0: Is that something we should be concerned about? Yes.
1: I have a story for you on that later.
0: Okay, I'm going to add that to my clipboard.
1: You should at least be mildly concerned about that, yes. So, is okay, now, Mm
0: -hmm. I guess I don't normally think of ghosts as being terribly vain. Is it just like if you're going to get a new car, the tendency would be to get a similar model to the one you had before, just so you don't, there's no learning curve?
1: Yeah, I think it's just, you know, a little bit extra like calls to like in this one, but I think she could have, like, been trying to take... Any port in a storm.
0: Sure. So it's like if you're used to a Mac, you're not necessarily going to switch to Windows.
1: Right. But you can. But you can. Like the effort. <laughs> Take some time. Like, you know, in Quantum Leap, it's always really startling because he switches bodies across race and sex and timelines. He even goes into a chimpanzee. If he was just going into regular white dudes.
0: It would be great if like the first five minutes of every episode of Quantum <laughs> Leap was just him losing control of his bowels. <laughs> like, No! <laughs> Oh, what the hell? Is <laughs> this one? He can't walk. Like, <laughs> <just> <laughs> Later, as Scott Bacula pulled himself out of a puddle of his own waste.
2: <laughs> who designed this? <laughs> oh my God, the stick shift. What? The hands are harder to move. I can't wipe.
1: <laughs> his body's terrible. He, like, always lands on the ladies who are having their period.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Al, my womb is at Trader Joe's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ziggy says that's not good, Sam. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: oh. I'd watch that show.
1: I already am watching it in my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's 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 creepy. If that that's is. if that's a thing that ghosts can do. Yeah,
1: um, the ghosts of Lithia Park. And you said there was a twofer, but there is. I'm uh, okay,
0: there should be another bookmark later in. Okay. the Okay, let me.
1: Maybe, oh, I dropped them oh on no. the floor.
0: Yes, this feels like it's going to be a good one. Can I also just propose a, an alternate theory Certainly, for please do. the ghost? So it's the 70s. Yes. And it's a bunch of students in a car out in the boonies. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing things. <gasps> just a little bit of LSD.
1: Oh, that could totally do it. LSD definitely helps you see ghosts.
0: Yeah. And if you're coming off of a particularly bad Shakespeare festival.
1: <laughs> oh, bad Shakespeare, man.
0: I just wanted to trip balls and see Richard Third.
1: <laughs> Terrible casting, man.
0: <laughs> and speaking of Richard Third, the next part is The Hunchback of <gasps> Lithia Park.
1: And there's loads of hunchback in that play. Yeah, oodles. <laughs> <laughs> you don't use oodles lightly.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess uh, I gotta, I gotta know what's what's happening with the hunched backs yeah. of Lithia Park.
1: Let's see if he knows the lady who died, and then thought about changing bodies. I put in the bookmark. Yeah, so RIP to that lady, because that really sucks to get raped and murdered. Uh, Hope you've resolved that. If you need any ghost help, just keep hassling students probably. Call in, in, please, yeah. (laughs) What is this, 1-800-Ghost-Doodoo?
0: We couldn't get boo-haha, so we went with (laughs) (laughs) boo-doo-doo. (laughs) Boo-doo-doo.
1: such a sophisticated show that's why i wanted to come on
0: we really look what, what we like to do on boo ha, ha is we like to take the bar from the <laughs> high place we put it and just carry it down to the basement for storage <laughs>
1: we like to take it from the rafters cover it in <laughs> nooses and cobwebs
0: and bury it with old bones the bar is high but it's on the first floor and we're on the second
1: yeah yeah okay so while Lithia Park has the one problem of um, a murdered lady, it's got another problem of a hunchback.
0: <laughs> Pretty big problems, guys. There's some issues there for sure. If you've got <laughs> if you've got one of those things in your in your drug based park, it's a problem. <laughs> if you've got two, <laughs> meh.
1: have you tried like juggle sticks guys? Just like <laughs> calm it down. <laughs> In the 1920s there lived in Ashland a hunchbacked boy the son of a woodcutter who contracted a disease which caused hair to grow all over his body Okay N- wait not only is he a hunchbacked this boy he's a hairy boy
0: I okay Wow. I, is the, is it that the the wolfman disease cuz I don't think that's something you contract I think that's something you're born within your genes
1: you make a contract with the devil <laughs> a laughing devil licks your hump in the pale moonlight and gives you a hairy hump is the thing Some you say. wished for to be hairy <laughs> no you <laughs> wished for a nice life
0: the devil took that to be like he's probably cold a nice <laughs> life would be slightly warmer <laughs>
1: The devil had some little reach-around for it. He's a real son of a bitch.
0: Be it on your head and face and hands and arms.
1: What a dick move, devil. Damn. That's what he was laughing about when he scared (laughs) those prospectors. (laughs) This is what he did to this poor boy. Wow. He's in the 1920s, and he's a hunchback boy. His dad cuts wood, and he contracted a disease probably from a bug that caused (laughs) hair to grow all over his body. And this boy... (laughs) Oh, it gets worse. (laughs) Who became known as the dog-faced boy of Ashland. (laughs) No mention of the hump. (laughs) Supported himself by selling pencils and stealing from cars and wagons. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
0: Okay, this is... So, now, did Mike Helm slip a Mad Lib in? (laughs) All right, he's a hunchback, but then also he has a dog face, and then he sells pencils. No. (laughs) This is so sad. (laughs) I need an adjective.
1: A happy one. Oh, wow. The 1920s were a tough time. And And he stole from cars and wagons.
0: Would you? Okay, so. Yeah. Are there other people selling pencils? If so, I'm going to assume that this wasn't a lucrative business for (laughs) the dog-faced boy (gasps) of Ashland.
1: I mean, yeah, it's definitely an old-timey charity thing. Like, instead of just spanging, you would sell pencils and people would be pressed to donate to you because you're a wretch of society living on the street with a dog face or a hunch. (laughs) Or both. This doesn't even get, he doesn't even get the mention that he's hunchbacked when, by his name, which... Specifies his dog face. They're really
0: burying the lead there. <laughs> I mean.
1: Listen, it was getting too long, and it was, his hair was a lot, so <laughs> we went with one. Wow. He was often seen with a gunny sack over his shoulder, going through the wagons and cars of people attending the Chicata, which would set up in the area where the Oregon Shakespeare Theater is today. Oh. So the
0: Oregon Shakespeare Theater could potentially be haunted by a hunch face.
1: I (laughs) have a hunch that it definitely is. And he is ambivalent about most of their plays.
0: Is that his pencil pitch? (laughs) I have a hunch that you want a pencil. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) I'm a dog for deals. (laughs) Woo, woo, woo. That's really bad.
0: Um, Pencils lightly chewed.
1: (laughs) If you don't buy a number two, I'll take one. (laughs) Ow!
0: (laughs) Take it from the dog-faced boy of Ashland. Clean up my poo. (laughs) This
1: is the saddest (laughs) boy. I'm so sorry. Please don't haunt me. Um, One day, about 1926, the dog-faced boy disappeared. There was speculation that he had been murdered, but no body was ever found, and no one was charged with the crime. But... Oh, yes, here we go. Here to answer your earlier question. In the 1960s, the dog-faced boy appeared again near the theater, and with the gunny sack over his shoulder, he resumed his career of stealing from parked cars (gasps) at the Shakespeare Festival.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't want to be the negative Nelly of this podcast, but (laughs) alternate theory, just a robber.
1: Just a regular robber. It was definitely the dog face boy.
0: He had a gunny sack.
1: <laughs> How would he have been able to pick up and steal things? Like, that's pretty cool that he can get tangible like that.
0: Oh, I thought you meant, like, with his dog face. How oh, would he have,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure he had hands or paws. No. <laughs> or maybe he did use his face like a dog. <laughs> Grabbing, like, chips out of people's car. Oh, How? he's
0: just hungry. <laughs> He just wants snacks. (laughs) So, okay. So we've got the ghost of the dog-faced boy. He is robbing Shakespeare. He's robbing patrons (laughs) of the arts.
1: I love it. Why do I love that? (laughs) I should support patrons.
0: (laughs) There's something great about... (laughs) I don't know, a middle-aged couple with an NPR tote bag (laughs) full of wine. Oh, let's go to the
1: theater, honey. Oh, dog face. (laughs) We stole my (laughs) NPR tote bag and my reading glasses.
0: (gasps) Margaret, I thought we brought crackers.
1: (laughs) Stolt by a dog face boy. (laughs) Uh, The police were called several times, but each time as they arrived, the dog face boy disappeared. He seemed to be able to appear and disappear at will. And some say the apparition, which was seen again last summer, <gasps> is the ghost of Ashland's original dog-faced boy. Yeah, presumably it, they'd say that.
0: It would be weird if it were a different <laughs> dog-faced boy of Ashlyn's. No,
1: I think that's Medford's dog-faced boy. <laughs> Are you sure that isn't the Bend Catwoman? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the Mongrel Man of Tacoma.
0: Probably the Cannon Beach Beaver Boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> beep beep Beaver Boy, <laughs> beep, beep, Beaver Boy. Mm. Wow, dog-faced boy of Ashland, you're the real star.
0: Poor dog-faced boy of Ashland.
1: As if having a hunch isn't enough.
0: I know. I've got a hunch that that was an unhappy life. Mm-hmm. Just
1: you gotta wonder who murdered him. <laughs> Yeah, can we get, like, cold cases R.S. on this? I don't think so. We never found the body. Uh, But how cold do they take them? Because maybe.
0: (laughs) Look, this is quite cold and also weird. Uh, Could you you get on this so we can hold our Shakespeare Festival without fear of crackers (laughs) being stolen? (laughs) They stole all my crackers, hon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I'm picturing the ghost of the dog-faced boy making a little nest out of tote bags.
1: Oh, <laughs> this poor dog-faced boy. Now that's uh, sad. Does sad count as scary?
0: In a way, if movies like Hereditary are to be a source, then sure, it then can just be yeah. kind of sad and gross. Oh,
1: great. Yeah. Oh, great. Perfect. Can't wait till the Hereditary director makes the Ashland dog-faced Hunchboy movie.
0: His, his next one is... He's doing one about, like, a summer festival in Sweden, and it just kind of looks like the Wicker Man.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. The Rosaria.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't need any more from what's-his-face, who's-his-bones. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Hereditary was dumb. It
1: you know. was kind of dumb. It was pretty good. I appreciated, you know, it was a lot of, like a real drama. The,
0: like, I, I have an issue with horror movies where... The director decides that it's difficult to be scary. (laughs) And so the only way to emotionally affect an audience is to make them uncomfortable by showing them a horrible family situation.
1: (laughs) It was pretty funny when that head came (laughs) off. This
0: this brings me to my second point about Hereditary. Every scary thing is funny. But if you cut like three seconds off the end of it, it would probably be scary.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: When Tony Collette's on the ceiling uh-huh. banging her head, give yeah. me half a second of that.
1: Right. Don't give me
0: four seconds of her head banging.
1: But she really did do it. She really went ham.
0: Just really sawing off her head like she's jacking off two ghost dicks. Just. Oh, ah! yeah. Yeah. Two dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's Spider-Mom. Two dicks way
1: <laughs> up for hereditary. <laughs>
0: That's that's an appropriate rating system (laughs) it just ends with a bunch of smiling like we haven't had a good tangent in a Mm -hmm. while but
1: yeah we actually kept entirely on track
0: we really did like i'm look i i run a tight spooky laurelhurst beaver boat the fact that hereditary ends with Margot Martindale, or no, Ann Dowd, the neighbor, being mm, like, mm-hmm. and you, King Payman, the ghost, the, the demon we were going to raise earlier, but you remember it didn't quite work out with her. But now, because you're here, and her right, mom is right, over right. four more minutes of exposition. Just hold tight, audience. and Really went on for a while, is all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just a Rosemary's baby. Yeah. I don't know how much it was set up. More than I realized, you know, hmm. the first watch through. I haven't watched it again, but... There go are, ba- like, cute little it, notes, yeah. They, they hint at,
0: go back and watch it a second yeah. time, it's goofy. So you don't
1: love it, but you have watched it multiple times. Because Tony, like. Yeah, no, she gets it, girl. Just screams. Just love
0: endless. her. Oh, boy. um, I went to see that in the theater, and, like, we, it was so goofy that everyone in the theater kind of came together and, like. Um. That's we good. met each other. <laughs> like, we instead left of you guys just
1: being the chuckleheads who everyone hates.
0: It was all like the whole row of us. Like it was m- me and Mike, and then some middle aged ladies who were just having drinks together.
1: Okay, <laughs> like, they get it. Yeah, it they great. get it too. Well,
0: well, those those were ghosts.
1: Those were so spooky. Those were spooky
0: ghosts. I, I guess that leaves us with the last segment of the podcast. Yeah, uh, Carolyn main do you have any Ooh. spooky stories? Okay,
1: okay, I do. And I alluded to them uh, during the Ghost of the Lithium Park.
0: Oh, God, that's right. You yeah. So based on that, you have not only a ghost story, but one that is really upsetting. Go yeah, on. Yeah,
1: it's kind of upsetting. Okay, and before I take too much credit, this is definitely from a friend of a friend. Totally roommate's fair. old roommate and their other roommate who expired. <gasps> that's right. I'll take it. Two old men or 30-year-old. They was old at the time. <laughs> They're living together. One of them was older. He was the old man. And he fucking dies mm-hmm. at the breakfast table. And this other guy is like a lazy, shitty roommate. Mid-meal? Yes. Was uh, it
0: mm, in the eggs?
1: No, I think just by himself. Okay. that's. But the other roommate was like the lazy roommate. You know, he wasn't the one who took out the trash. He wasn't the one who did the dishes. He wasn't the one who would deal with a corpse at his table so while the corpse didn't have cereal this man did S- at the table oh. <laughs> with the corpse
0: okay I get you know part of me is like you'll be making breakfast and you go to pick up a garbage bag and it just splits and there's garbage all over the floor and you're like okay <laughs> I'm gonna have my coffee yeah and then I'm gonna get the broom yeah But instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, banana peels and yogurt containers, it's a person.
1: Right. Right. He just didn't have it in him to address that yet. (laughs) So he has this Weekend of Bernie's motherfucker corpse (laughs) just sitting there ghoulishly at the table, becoming deader as the moments go by.
0: Sure. That will happen.
1: He does this for the whole day because it's a normal day for this guy until he goes to bed.
0: Did he? Okay. <laughs> was it like on the list, the to do list?
1: <laughs> no, but I'm gonna presume that it didn't make it quite to the next day's to do list. There seems to be no urgency.
0: I'm picturing a guy in bed being like, "Ah, there was something. Ah, <laughs> uh, taxes? No, that's mm. April. No, oh. hmm. huh. corpse.
1: Corpse. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hope some urgency approaches this gentleman because this is really a little too lenient." He didn't even think about putting him in with a gardening compost. He you w- uh, like a good
0: Portland it. citizen. Would. Yes.
1: Yes. And I believe that this might take place in Portland because my roommate was in Portland. It depends on how far away. Sure. Could have been Fair. in Tennessee. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> so day one passes. Day
1: one passes. But we're still on night one. Night That's oh. when the folly comes for this man. That's where you want to have a baseline concern about somebody trying to steal your body That's where you want to address the elephant in the room Mm -hmm. that is your dead roommate.
0: I'm assuming probably didn't leave the house. So there's just, you got to open a window to let the ghost out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pro tip. That's the tip the (laughs) listeners have been listening for. (laughs) So this gentleman, this lax roommate motherfucker, goes to sleep with his dead roommate in the other room. And he goes to sleep. And he has. What is a haunting nightmare of the dead roommate shaking him by the body and screaming in his face and trying to enter all his holes and take over the body saying, no, and let me in.
0: You know, I'm not normally on the side of a possessing spirit. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Entirely fair.
1: Worth a shot.
0: Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> Team goes. If you're going to try to sleep in a graveyard, you get what's coming to you.
1: (laughs) Don't sleep in a graveyard. So this guy woke up, and he was finally startled. And he finally decided to report his dead roommate to the police, and they took away the body, and he got out without being possessed. But there was a try,
0: allegedly, if you believe in the dreamscape rules. I, I mean, I feel like, first of all, do you think he only contacted the police because <laughs> yes. it became an issue for him? Yes. Where he's like You know, <laughs> do. if he hadn't tried to possess me, I think I might have just tried to push it for as long as I could.
1: Right, right? It, it just, it really bumped up the priority. It was going to be a that week and now it's a that day thing.
0: So my, my earlier analogy of <laughs> a ripped garbage bag isn't quite the same unless the garbage starts trying to like crawl into my body.
1: Right, or just your dog starts eating it. <laughs> I'm sure the dog <laughs> or cat would have eaten this man pretty soon. Oh my god! That even if they had food, they just like want to chomp. It's free real estate. There's a smell
0: there. It's probably fun. Oh, what's this at <laughs> the table?
1: I'm eating this guy. Hold yeah, on.
0: There's normally just bacon here, but
1: it's a whole big guy who tastes like bacon. That's large bad. snack. Large <laughs> snack. Yeah, it's a uh, 24 hours until you're a large snack officially.
0: I have. <laughs> I have so many questions. Yeah oh boy just a whole day of like eh, deal yeah deal with that just
1: oh tidy the fridge <laughs> well now i can really get rid of his shelf finally <laughs> and put my nutri Bars where they should be
0: he's already like he's clearing off the shelf in the shower he's like finally room for my body wash
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna use all his shampoo tonight
0: <laughs> i also kind of like the idea that n- normally with a possessed ghost story Mm -hmm. you think oh the ghost wants more life you know they they just they want a body this ghost might have just been like all right i'm gonna get in for five minutes i'm gonna call the cops (laughs) and then i'm peacing out i'm
1: tidying this shit jesus
0: christ (laughs) loose ends mcgee
1: that's a good one thank
0: you that's a deeply troubling good one
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's just realistic enough right like i wouldn't bring you the friend of a friend's tale about the swamp monster of Laurelhurst yet because you're not ready for it. <laughs> but that's a good one. Dreams are a great way to haunt
0: because anyone has dreams. You can just sneak in there. Right, you know. right. Yeah. yeah, a dream is very much the open wound of the mind.
1: Oh, Freud.
0: <laughs> Gash Gulch.
1: It's the gulch of the mind. <laughs> the gashy gulch.
0: That is a country album that I would not listen to. I
1: would definitely listen to the title track.
0: The Gulch of the Mind. <laughs> mind Gulch. Twang 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 twang. Well, well, cool. Yeah, I think the the fire that I light in my living room is Yeah, oh look. It's burning low. Just embers. It's going
1: down to embers now. Yeah.
0: Embers and tiny bits of beaver boat. Um, b- before we deal with the smoke damage, uh-huh. where can people find you?
1: Oh, thank you for asking. You can listen to my other podcast, Pitch Please, at Crown of Studios. C R A N I V A I V L E. You look good. Look for it. Good <laughs> luck. Um, <laughs> I think that was
0: close. Uh, right, it's pretty yeah. close.
1: Try to look for it. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. Pitch Please, like Pitch Please. You can buy the cards yourself at Pitch Please Fun. And similarly, you can listen to a very special episode on iTunes Podbean and Stitcher. So check that out as well.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. Oh, and I'm Carolyn Main at Twitter, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the Street. I can spell that one. So check me out there later if you want.
0: Perfect. And you can find me yeah. at that on Instagram and Boohaha Pod. On Twitter, where I post spooky pictures of adorable puppies and weird trees that I find.
2: Ooh. Um,
0: yeah, and until next week.
1: Uh... Spooky bag.
0: <laughs> oh God, it's not biodegradable. Oh, no. We mostly just trail off.